Normally in our First Nation culture, we don't identify as carers and taking care of our families here now or by distance is what we do and have done. And we never ask for help due to past trauma. Our mobs describe what rivers they have followed or lands they have lived their footprint on, their connection to country and how they've been caring for many generations past and present. Our mobs also talk about how they look after their own health and relationships, stay connected to their culture and to their spirits to keep their identity and dreaming alive. They all tell their stories with passion, sadness and to teach other carers what they do to survive as they have done for many generations. In these stories, you will find the healing power of listening and connecting and individual strengths. Holding on to that hope as you find one way of sharing common grounds. Welcome to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts, hosted by me, Benny Egmelis. We have another guest in the studio today, another full-time carer, Mr. Darren Ricks. How are you, brother? Yeah, good, Ben. Thanks for coming in today. I know we've come out on short notice, so, you know, uh, that's pretty deadly to get out of here on short notice. Not too many of our mob can, can rip out like that pretty hard. <laughs> no, that's all right, brother. Yeah, if it's to bring awareness or care in the community. I think we always kick off with the, with our protocols. want to know who's your mob, where you're from, and give all of our listeners out there a bit of an idea of who you're representing. My mob are the Gunajamara people and the Gunai Kurnai and my bloodlines Nagarago people, which is the Monero and comes up into the Magi and Kosciuszko. So I'm here to represent the Nagarago people. Uh, that, that's like in Victoria there, is it? Garago people that they're uh, Monero and Kosciuszko, but me grandmother's people are the Gunajamara people which is the Western Districts of Victoria. Is that where that, I remember either where they cut down those trees, those Burton trees, for, to build that road or something? Yes, that's right. They, the Victoria government, Daniel Andrews, wanted to put a two-kilometre highway. He couldn't keep away from our people's sacred trees, the Burton trees and direction trees within that country. Good Lord. I started, look, we were writing on a TV show and we really looked at that example of a birthing tree to help inspire us with some of our creative writing because the story and the richness in that, they take, what is it, do they take the placenta or something and they put the seeds in it or, and bury it and that's connected then to that land or something, eh? Hey? That's right. The, the placenta is brought by the mother to that land and the father and put in the part of that tree that grows, and that's the birthright, and then they can come back years after years and revisit that tree and have a connection to that country. That's incredible, eh? Because it's almost like a, a passport or a birth certificate because if you come from a mob and you say, look, I'm from these mob, and then back in the day they'll say, what the evidence of that is? That's my tree, that's my mother's tree, that's my... Yeah, my grandfather or grandmother's tree. All the way back. Grandfather's country, yeah. Not understanding that connection to country is a real... I've seen this so many times with government, with a whole bunch of corporates and that. They just think we're a community and culture. We're actually community, culture and land. 
we're all connected. Like we can't have land without culture, can't have culture without the mob. We can't have the land without the caretakers. Like we're all linked in together. And it's very important, I think, that we've got to continue to understand that connection to land. It does. Yeah, that's right, Ben. People have to have a connection to country. And that's the way they have their connection to country through landscapes, song lines, and bloodlines and pathways. We talk about pathways and song lines from way back in the time, and it connects you to those countries that I've talked about, like Gunajamara, the Gunai, Kurnai people, and the Nagarago people. So they're parts of a song line that come from the Western Districts all the way up to Canberra and the Monero and Kosciuszko. So we use those still, go back to those places and do songs and get our songs. And that's for your mob listening out there who don't understand, just listening in. Song lines is something that's been within our culture for a very long time and how we communicate stories, how we communicate information and that. It's not Justin Bieber song there. <laughs> now it's as a meaning, as a significant places like a mountain or a river or animals. So we sing, sing animals to the, of that country when we go to that country. So it's a place where you have your connection to your totems and stuff like that and your ancestors. Pay respects to the ancestors from thousands of years. Much to be said about healing on country, and I think we'll explore that a bit later on. But I want to tell, ask you, tell us a bit about your experience as a carer. You're a full-time carer here in the ACT. Uh, there's a couple of mob you care for in that? Yeah, I care for two family members, and I've been caring for them for, one, I've been caring for a long time. The other, probably the last 15 years when she got diagnosed with certain medical conditions, especially bone and stuff like that, like spinal injuries and arms. and So they have mainly that and plus physical and mental health. So you're dealing with two diagnoses that you have to deal with day to day. We really got to consider that it's not just the physical strain, but that mental health. And I feel like that's the, a real message for our mob today. Like, our mob are resilient, brother. Like, I, I, I've seen what we've gone through, I've seen some of the challenges we've overcome. But also, I know that resilience and all of that will get you so far if you, there's not that constant checking in on your mental health and constantly figuring out how to make that better or work together to make that better, it could be a bit of a challenge. And I don't know what your thoughts on that are. Yeah, it can. It takes its toll on you too as a carer. person sitting there in a depressed state, you have to ask, what's the matter? What, why are you in this state of mind? Just talking to the person. And if they wake up and or they go into a depressive state, you can't sit there and let them be in that state. You've got to talk to them and find out what the core of the problem is and what's going on. It can drain on you a little bit. Yeah, it can get, get you down too. 
then you got to take time out to try to build your strength up so you can help the people that you're caring for so you won't get it you won't get through it let's explore that what do you do in your spare time to recharge how do you take care of your mental health as a full-time carer you're in a house where you're the only one who's got who can do that for you what do you do do a lot of things i play music play i've been playing guitar since i was a young fella writing songs though i get down to writing the original songs and it gives me a self-healing when i play it play the music guitar and sing and painting that's another meditation for me but anyway, I do First Nations paintings, Aboriginal paintings, because it's got a meaning to me and stuff. That's my time out, playing music. And it's playing music is good for the person that you're caring for as well. They say music is a healing process. It's helping them as well, the person you're caring for. I tried to take up guitar, but my fingers were too fat, so I just not really, I didn't progress. I just stuck with the tambourine, eh? <laughs> no, that's what a lot of mates say, is yeah. fingers don't, can't do the string. I can't muck around with it, eh? But the painting stuff for me, I've, I get into that a little bit, the dot painting. It's really therapeutic. Each putting every little dot down mm. and following this kind of process and it's like all you're thinking about is the dot and everything else just goes out of your head. And that for me is, I love, that's why I do painting. That helps me distress and yeah. focus. It gives you a focus and a purpose. I like getting out on country too. Like for me, that's one of my favourite things as well, getting away. Yeah, and that's another thing. I'll go out on country and get ochre, do performance. I'd lo I like going out on country and spending time with ochre is and where the rivers run or the ocean just to, it's like a meditation thing to me to do a lot of that that's like i said before healing on country i don't think it's a hard concept to explain I, I, my wife she's a one like a white girl and i was trying to explain to her what healing on country is and, uh, and she said i don't get it i don't get it i said look when you go down to the beach and you sit down there and you're staring out in the ocean how does it make you feel? She goes, oh, I feel like all my stresses go away. Oh, my anxiety levels go down. I can think clear, I breathe, I just feel free. I said, that's country healing you. Yeah. That's country doing something to you to make that brings out the goodness. I said, so that's similar to us. We have a different connection to country than you, but it heals us in our, in, in our journey. And then I said, but we can do it without all that sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as you say, and in country, like it, wherever you travel in this country, if you go to a First Nations, their tribe, I always ask in my mind and in my heart for them ancestors to guide me or take me to places and acknowledge their country as well, if I'm on someone else's country and stuff, and you get a feeling back. So countries or the ancestors would be overlooking you and guiding you through your healing process. Yeah, deadly. Mm. I saw uh, up north there, um, my father's side, they speak, when you go in another man's country, mm. they speak like this lingo to the ancestors. 
to say to them, mm. I've got to basically hear me, listen to me. I'm on your land. I'm here for good, yeah. not for evil. Yeah. Before me, tell your mob yeah. leaders that we are here for good. Yeah. And that the ancestors and go ahead of you. Yeah. They yarn them, them elders. Yeah. And before you even get there, yeah. they know that you come for good ways. And you feel different. Yeah. Within Absolutely. yourself, you feel that peace because you've acknowledged that and talked to the tribes in your own way. Tell us a bit about, as a carer, you, you face challenges on a daily basis. You're not, you know, you've got your big challenges that, that obviously you, you, you knock over. Waking up every day, you must face challenges. Yeah, those challenges are always there. And in today's society, it doesn't get any easier. All this COVID stuff that we've just been through, that was the worst. The last two years of COVID and not being able to do things like go somewhere. So you're stuck at home with this person who's already got these problems and you've got to talk to them a lot to find out what they want, what they'd like to do with their over the next few days or something. And then with today's stuff, you can't afford things as well that they might enjoy just to go shopping or something or out to the second-hand shops, what, whatever their interests are of getting through the day. So you've got to ask what, what they'd like to do, even if it's something at home, doing art, because some of the people I'm caring for like doing a bit of art themselves. So that's one thing that sort of keeps them going. And gardening, stuff like that, but they can't do the garden. So I do the garden and the person who I'm caring for will say they want this here or they want that there or move this here and just to make them feel better within themselves, I think, by looking at the process of everything around them. But yeah, a lot of other challenges too. It's not just in-home problems it's out of home problems of family mm. in other states so the person you're caring for is taking other families problems that may be living up in queensland and then you got to sit there and go through it they're living in queensland they we're too far away you've got problems of yourself serious and you can't travel do things like that it's all over the place. Victoria, I try to solve people's problems in country, the unknown. And same as the person you're caring for. If they've got mental health issues and they get some, someone bring up a situation of a problem of stolen generation, then that plays on the person's mind, mental health and that. So you've got to go through that. Hey, you mob. Do you help support and care for your parents, your aunties, uncles, grandparents, cousins, siblings who live with a disability or a medical condition, including terminal and chronic illness, a mental illness or frail age? Carers ACT offer a range of supports and services designed to support, connect and empower First Nation carers in their caring roles and personal well-being with programs such as short-term replacement, in-home care and respite when you need to have a break or unexpected illness. Carers ACT offers counselling, 
educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. By working together, we help our First Nation carers feel relaxed and supported so they can keep leading fulfilling lives, continue their caring relationships and maintain their sense of self and cultural connection. Carers ACT is the delivery partner of the Carer Gateway in the Australian Capital Territory. And if you want to have a yarn with our friendly First Nation worker, you can work together in finding how we can support you and connect you to culturally appropriate services. You can now call the one national number, 1800 422 737. That is linked to a wide range of services and we want to support you through your caring journey. We yarned earlier about this, like we're very community-risen, raised sort of community. We, we raise each other's kids. We look after each other. It's not just my immediate family and only take care of them. Now, when you see Anna, cousins, yeah, cousins, nephews, niece, yes. help out. all of it. Elders who mightn't even be related to you, but you care about yep. them elders because you grew up around them and you worry about them. Yeah, yeah, true. I remember we used to always have Mum and Dad's place was always cousins. They was in their jail or yeah. just be wild, mate. That's not a family. They're just wild as all get out. But we'd always have their kids there. At our house, there was always mob there. And I just remember just packed out, everyone sleeping across mattresses in the lounge, just yeah. laid out flat. And, and making big feeds and stuff like feeds. that, like yeah. damper and rabbit stew or something like that. Yeah, you better slow your roll, eh? You better slow. We can't waste it. We got a few more questions to go yet. I've been talking up deli feeds like that, eh? I'm like, hit the pause button there, okay, and rock and roll. A good feed. Yeah, but all those things, families, it's like kinship of families. They talk about kinship of in our communities, like First Nation Aboriginal communities. The kinship is the kinship of families within the community. Absolutely. That's what it all comes down to. You've got to look after each other. As a carer, you, it would have been a period where there wasn't any support or that you were just doing it on your own. And then you reached out. Tell us about your journey about reaching out to to get support, say, from Carers ACT or something. Yeah, it took me a while. I think it took me about 12 months before I found out about Carers ACT. And I thought, I get in contact with this mob. So I ended up getting in contact with them and they said, yeah, come into the office and register. So I went into the office, registered, and like very supportive people, carers ACT. Doesn't matter what sort of problem I had, they'd always have a solution or a guidance to point me in the right direction. So... I can't say enough about carers ACT and I've been with them for about nine years I think, the main care of family members and just anything, talk about anything with them and get support, they're a great organisation and I encourage anyone out there within the community, doesn't matter if you're black, white, Contact carers ACT. Well, I might put a couple of problems and test that theory out. Eh? Like <laughs> tell you what, my Dubai can spend some money. Eh? Yeah. I bring them up there. Listen, my Dubai is spending all this money. Yeah. What, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, that's good, eh? That's good. Yeah. What what sort of like support do you receive? Like, I don't think mob know what kind of support's actually out there. 
for them, but what sort of support do you receive specifically? Through CARE as ACT, they have programs like mental health, awareness and classes, like you might have a class of dealing with mental health and stuff like that. And other things like once a year they used to have a yarning trip where we'd all go on a yarning trip, all the carers from the First Nations mob, the Blackfellas, would all go down to Jervis Bay and Wreck Bay for about three or four days. So stuff like that, that give you time to talk with other carers and find out how they're going, what they're going through, and then vice versa. But that gave you time to talk to them other carers as well as being down by the beach and going to wreck by Aboriginal community to speak with the elders and stuff like that and getting ideas and virtually cultural exchange things. It was really good, eh? James mm. Bay, look, mm. yeah, I've, I've been down there. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. scenery. No, I've only moved, been in Cambria for a few years now, but be on that coast there, I haven't really explored it properly, but that area there. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful country down there in the country. I just wish I'd sharpened up a bit before I took my shirt off, that's all. When I get down that beach, eh? <laughs> I'll take my shirt off there, I'll let mob look at me, look at this fella here. He's eating too well. Damper, <laughs> <laughs> all that cats too, come on. <laughs> what, uh, I've had sort of a care of. What do you hope to achieve over the next 12 months? What do you want to, what do you want to do? Hopes and aspirations and so forth? In the long run, we've had a band in Canberra for nine years. We're called the Jambies. There's a brother boy from Gungari country in the band. He's from Roma. Me and him are the two main singers. And in September, I think we're going to the School of Music to do our first CD. Our drummer's the drummer out of the 80s band called The Church, Richie Plug. So we've got to a stage where we think this is time for us because we're getting, old, getting on in years. So it's time to get a CD out there and it gives us, or well, gives me time out as well and concentrating on other things that take me mind off home, caring all the time. So, yeah. You know what? You're gonna have to sing out when that CD drops, because I'll tell you what, it'll be dead <laughs> my pumped in the car. Well, they said we should put it on NITV, TV, so we'll have to think about that one. Yeah, if, if, if you want to, yeah, only if you want it for NITV. TV. Yeah, yeah. Don't let them come up be act like oh, we might put it. I bunch. I haven't given it to you yet to put on. Yeah, that's how you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, that's deadly. So lead guitarist, singer, painter, deadly carer. What else what else what else do we gotta know about you? Who do you who do you support in the sports team, football team? Parramatta since nineteen seventy five, I think, since I was five. Yeah. Yeah, well you come in here with your Parramatta jumper and your Parramatta hat. You look bull parrot up here. Let me have a look at this ladder here. Just oh, I think my uh, yep, yep, my Cowboys are above them. Yeah. That's good. And I do believe we beat them. Oh, we wish the Tigers would have done nah, done this yesterday. One point. What a game, mate. Yeah, no, nah, mate, that's after Origin. So, State of Origin, who are you back? 
Yeah, I'm a new CF fella. Yeah, so I thought that way. You walked a bit funny when you come in. I thought this fella is a cockroach. You got to be a cockroach. But <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I love my cow. I love my cowboys. I love my maroons. Up in my house, when we had like holidays of the year, got Christmas, Easter, birthdays, all the special days of the year. Yeah, it went Christmas, then it went State of Origin one, State of Origin two, State of Origin three. Birthdays, yeah. <laughs> then Easter. Well, that's good. We've got the album coming, Parabata. Look, mm. I just wanted to say a massive thanks. My last sort of last question is around: you've got a care out there who's roughing it on their own. You've got no support around them, and they don't know what to do. What advice would you give them? Reach out to the services that are available out there, like Carers ACT, and look up other services, maybe. If you don't want to go through mainstream, go through the Aboriginal or Wanunga. Get support for mental health and stuff. They support people as well with mental health. Best advice is ACT carers and the Aboriginal or First Nations work of that, That's important, eh? Because, like, that's why there's our mob work in these organisations. Katrina, amazing. Yeah. Fantastic work in the way that she pulls mob together. In here, just kicking goals, just really helping mob and really cares about mob. And sometimes you go through that mainstream, you might get a bit nervous in that, but you come through that uh, Aboriginal unit sort of way yeah. and you got mob there talking to you, mob who understands those complexities. You're going through. Exactly. Yeah. And that just helps uh, there. So I'll definitely, definitely agree on that one. Definitely reach out. Reach out to the Aboriginal unit and just ask questions, eh? Yeah, ask them what they can help you with. Yeah. Everything. Because I'm going to ring them up Monday and ask them about how to stop this, say, there from spending all my money. So, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> can't have a spending all your wellung, brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, look, Darren, thank you very much for coming in and, and sharing your story with us today. We just had a fantastic time. So, I appreciate you coming in and showing love and big love to you and the family. and. And for this year, and, and, and big, good luck with the album coming up. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Benny. Thank you, and thanks, ACT Carers, for giving me the opportunity to build a podcast. Benny. Thank you. Big love. Cheers. Well, another great chat with a First Nation carer in Canberra. And thanks to Carers ACT for making this yarn possible. If you are caring for a family member, a friend, a spouse a neighbour or someone who lives with a disability, a medical condition, including a terminal or chronic illness, a mental illness, or is frail and aged, then Carers ACT can help. That's right, Benny. Carers are unpaid help who support with daily living activities. And Carers ACT recognises and promotes the roles that carers have in our Canberra community. We offer a range of services designed to support, connect and empower carers in their caring roles and personal wellbeing with programs such as short-term replacement care, when you need a break, counselling, educational workshops, social and therapeutic activities and advocacy. Sounds great. How do the support services help? Great question, Benny. Our supportive programs are designed to build resilience and knowledge, offer stress management strategies, relax and re-energise your body, mind and provide a unique opportunity to connect socially with other carers. By working together, we can connect you to other carers, provide advice and guidance and give you a break when you need it 
so you can maintain your caring relationship and a sense of self. I know that Carers ACT is the delivery partner for the Carers Gateway in the ACT. How can people get in touch and have a yarn about how you can help? Carers can now call the One National number, 1800 422 737. That is linked to a wide range of services. What if people don't know exactly what they need help with? Can they still call? Totally. You don't have to know exactly what to ask for. You can just talk through any problems you are having and the Care Gateway staff will try and match you with services that can help. Amazing. Thanks for filling us in. Thanks everyone for listening to Sharing Common Grounds of Caring Podcasts. See ya.